Well, hallelujah. This is my divinely designed day. Never been another day like this. I had brand new resources. I had brand new protection, peace, power, platforms, positions, brand new prosperities. I'm prospering mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, financially, and spiritually as I'm speaking to you. Can somebody say, give me some of that? Come on, say, give me some of that. <laughs> you got to go like this in, in Africa, right? Yeah, you have to do this in Africa. <laughs> yeah. Come on, give me some of that. <laughs> Our African visitors. Hallelujah. Well, Father God, we thank you for this day. We're asking that you would continue to lead us and guide us and direct us this morning. We give you the praise and the honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Can you say, Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, three people. Let's just try that again. Say, Father God. I know, I know you haven't been here for a while. We've got to, we've got, we've got to get warmed up. Say, Father God, in Jesus' name, I declare, Holy Spirit, Lord, over my mind, my will, and my emotions, my body, my spheres of influence, my metron of ministries, every area and aspect of my life, every nook and cranny of my promised land, I declare, Holy Spirit, to be Lord, to the glory of God, in Jesus' name, amen. Can we give God one more hand clap of praise? Woo! Yes, yes, yes. So I just want to say, we apologize again. It's not our fault. Martians stole our projector. Screen. Yeah, screen. Projector's still there. Thank you, Rev. <laughs> and, uh, but we got a hold of the Galactic Police, and they're going to bring it back when? Hopefully this week, so we apologize for that. It won't be over here, but it'll be just over to the side, and then when somebody is so gracious and sows into the kingdom of God through Desert Stream, we're going to put another screen on this side, right? Yep, that's the plan. And we just want to say thank you so much for your faithfulness. Um, thank you for your sowing. And we're believing that, uh, that your seed is being watered and that it will produce a fruit that will remain. So we just want to say thank you for sowing into this ministry and sowing into all the, the missionaries that we support and all the projects that we support uh, around the world. So thank you for that in Jesus' name. And can you give all those people and yourself a hand clap? Yeah. Thank you. We just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And I want to say, Glenn, you're looking good, man. Just looking sharp. Yeah, I'm looking at you, pal. Yeah. Yes, sir. Amen. So we've been dealing with integrity. Um, and, and Pastor Mark uh, Henshaw, uh, I thought was a great choice to head off this month of integrity because... Pastor Mark, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Pastor Mark wouldn't say poop if his mouth was filled with it. And he's just, he's just a, a faithful, integrous man. And uh, 
love him and thank you for giving us the five points. Because God wants us to be whole. Did you get the, the concept of the song that we were singing? It's just not the tee up or, or for my message because it's on wholeness. And that's what we, integrity is. And we're going to get into that and re, do a little review. But God wants you to be whole in every area of your life. Not just, he just doesn't want you saved. He just doesn't want your spirit born again. Can you hear me? He just doesn't want you to go to heaven and have eternal life when you, when you cease to exist and stop breathing on this terra firma. It's just not about the destination. It's about the process and the purpose and the fulfillment, the fluidity. It's about prospering, not just spiritually, but mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, financially, in every area of your life, being whole. Somebody say amen. So Pastor Mark presented five points, spiritual health, soul health, relational health, financial health, and physical health pretty much covers it. God wants you to be healthy. And, and the way you get to this is, is uh, 1 John, uh, no, John, yeah, for, third John, third John 2, that says, beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. See, because when you get born again, and Pastor Kevin went over this, and I'm just reviewing a little bit, you are a spirit, you live in a body, and you possess a soul. At when you're born again, when you got born again, when you accepted the blood of Jesus Christ as the payment against the mortgage against your life, the spirit of God came into you and you became one with the spirit of the living God. Say, I become one with the spirit of God. So I am one with the creator of the universe. I've become one. I am one with the spirit of the living God. Nobody knows the deep things of God except for the spirit of God. Oh, except that I became one with the spirit of the living God. So 1 John 2.20 is true, where it says, I have an anointing from the Holy One, and I know all things. What? You know all things? You're a know-it-all. Yes, you can actually call me a know-it-all. Just as long as I don't act like a know-it-all. But the fact is, you have the spirit of the living God on the inside of you, waiting at any given moment according to the will and purposes of God to you, for you to know anything that you need to know at any time that you need to know it. Say, say I always have an answer. Say, I always have an answer. I always have an answer. And I just don't only have facts, I have truths. A fact can be disproven by another fact, but a truth stands forever. A truth is an integer. A truth stands forever. A facts, facts are shifting. Pastor Kevin shared on June 10th, he spoke on becoming the person that your dog thinks you are. Wasn't that a, isn't that a fantastic title for a sermon? And if you've ever had a puppy dog and you are a bad master, it did not matter because your dog would, he had the greatest memory. He didn't have one. They just, for, they forget about how dumb you were the day before 
when you forgot to feed him and forgot to walk him. It, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter what happened. It didn't matter what you did. Your dog was still, when you come home from work, just barking at the door and, li- and licking his chops just to kiss your face. Becoming the person your dog thinks you are. <laughs> like the dyslexic agnostic that said one day, oh my good gracious, there, there is a dog. Okay. Um, Rev Kev talked about uh, closing the integrity gap. We are becoming in the physical and the soulless realm who we are in the spirit. See, I am a spirit. I live in this body. And I possess a mind, a will, and emotion called my soul. I possess a soul. The Bible says that a man does not consist of the things that he possesses. I possess my memories. I possess my, my education. I possess my thoughts. I possess my feelings. I, commi- I, 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 I possess my emotions. I possess these things. They don't possess me. Because I am the righteousness of God, meaning I am born again and, and my spirit is renewed. Because I am that, I can become that. In the, phys- in the spiritual realm... Are we going too fast, too deep, too far, too soon? Or are we okay? Are the camera, are the camera people okay by me walking around? I am trying to contain myself. I'm behind a pulpit and I, and I'm, he's, he's giving me one of these. He says, so I'm just going to take that as yes. <laughs> Because I am born again in my spirit, now I can be saved and delivered, healed in my soul and my body. It's about coming into wholeness. Oh, yeah. I, I, the Lord convicted me for the sake of integrity. Pastor Kevin was talking about this gentleman whose name was Barry. And he said, Barry did this and Barry did that. And Barry was amazing. And Barry told us the truth. And I'm just sitting there. I know exactly the Barry is talking about. I'm just sitting. Yeah. Preach brother. And just don't use his last name. That's just keep going. And he didn't use his last name till the following week. So the Lord says, well, you know what integrity would be? Tell him who it was. And so I stand here before you today and say that everything that Pastor Kevin said was all me. (laughs) I did it. I did it all. Such a good preacher, Pastor Reverend Kevin. Yeah. No, as Pastor Barry Boucher, word given, word kept. And the, and the Lord says, and he set Pastor Kevin up to do that, I believe, just so that we'd have a, something to work from. Is Pastor Barry Boucher from Ottawa that could not make it here because of the snowstorm, but, but 
couldn't rent a vehicle, didn't want to take his own vehicle. It was too dangerous. He took a train to get here to fulfill his promise because he said, word given, word kept. Amen. Uh, let me just see here. <laughs> so my, my message for today is integrity and inside job. So you notice that we, we sang, fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Fill it up and make me whole, whole, whole. I want to be whole. I want to be authentic. I want to be real when I'm here and real when I'm there. I want to be the same person in my house and in my basement and that I would be out in the community. I, I want to be whole. Fill my cup. Fill it up and make me whole. <clears throat> I was preparing to preach on integrity. And that song came to me. And I began to sing it with strength and vivor and vivor vitality maybe something like that with gusto gusto and the windows because it wasn't a very cold day that day I mean a very hot day were open and the air conditioners were off and, you know, I, I have prayer meetings at my house and, and people, when they come to my house, we, we just pray, like pray, like Korean style, tear your house down, pray. And uh, you can hear right out to the, especially when the windows are open and the air conditioners are off, you can hear right across the street into the next neighborhood. And my, my kids would uh, be playing with the other kids and they say, what in the world goes on to your house on Tuesday nights? And J, JP is our neighbor to the south of us. And he said, we just call it party at the miracles on Tuesdays. Cause, and, and, the, and they ask their, their kids are asked our kids, what in the world goes on? They said, they're just having a prayer meeting. Matter of fact. So this is this song, uh, that was, written by Richard E. Blanchard Sr., was trying to get across to us as the vessels of clay are the ones who house the spirit of the living God. So in his desperate desperation of trying to fill himself up with the things of the world, he was still thirsty and he was still hungry. Coming to the conclusion that God is the only one who can satisfy the thirstings of the soul. And so he penned this famous song. It's just a great invitation. 
It's a great song, and I hope that God fills your life with that song or similar songs to that as the week transpires this coming week. And you can allow the Spirit of God to rise up in the midst of you. You can stir up the Holy Spirit that is on the inside of you, and he'll come begin to come on the outside of you. The word integrity stems from the Latin adjective integer, meaning whole and complete. In reference to whole numbers, not fractioned or percentages, just whole numbers. In this context, integrity is the inner sense of wholeness deriving from qualities such as honesty, consistency of character. Honesty and consistency of character. As such, one may judge that others have integrity to the extent that they act accordingly to their values, beliefs, and principles they claim to hold. The enemy's diabolical plan is very simple, divide and conquer. The enemy's plan against God and against his pinnacle of his creation, somebody say, that's me. Thank you, two people. Say, that's me. I am the pinnacle, the crowning glory of his creation. The enemy's diabolical plan. Somebody say diabolical. His diabolical plan is to cause division, to divide. Whenever a, a wolf and a wolf pack would be on a hunt, they would always separate the weak from the rest. They would always separate the one from the fold so that they could steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy is always trying to separate you. Can you hear me this morning? The enemy is always trying to separate you from the body, separate you from the king, separate you. Don't give in to the bait of Satan and get offended so that you're separated. Diabolical comes from the Greek word diabolo. In Spanish, you call the devil diablos. The devil's name is diablos. And it comes from the Greek word diabolo. Meaning to throw between. The enemy is always trying to throw something between you and somebody else. What does he throw? Accusations. Hello. He's throwing things into your life to cause separation from the goodness of God from your thoughts. He's trying to separate you and divide A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. When you think one way when you're here and you think that another way when you're there, you're double-minded and you are unstable and you wonder why you have no foundation in your life. The enemy's 
diabolical plan is to divide as to conquer. The enemy is always trying to separate and compartmentalize. Say compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. The reason why I'm, I'm saying it more and getting you to say it more is because I had a difficult time saying that word. Every time. But I got it this week. Compartmentalize. The enemy is trying to get you to compartmentalize. Which comes from the Latin word comparte, which means to divide. We're good at compartmentalizing. And, and we have to use compartmentalization to survive sometimes. Sometimes you, you have to be able to shut down the abuse and the trauma of your childhood. And your body is good at doing that so that you can continue on with a more relative life that you have to live that is in front of you. So your body sometimes compartmentalizes. It divides the, the bad from the good. So you can survive. Say this after me. But I want to I thrive, not just survive. I don't want to just get by. I want to get over and beyond. It's time for us to be healed of the compartmentalization which was needed at times. And there's no, you got to hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not, if you had to, I, I had to. I had to because of, you know, my parents splitting up, my mom having to leave when I was four, all that stuff, abuse and, and betrayal and all that stuff. But I want to tell you, there's a, there's a grace on your life when you have to. But don't choose to. There's a grace for that, but there's a grace for freedom. There's a, there, if you allow God and if you walk down the road together with God, all of a sudden these things just begin to drop off. That compartment, that wall comes down. Come on, the walls come down. And you're... And he will let the walls down when you're healed within. He's not going to set you up. He wants to protect you and keep you. But I want to say to you, it's time to let the walls down. Because it's time for you to be healed and whole and integrous in every area of your life. If the enemy can compartmentalize us and convince us to be something here at the church and something different at work or something different when we're around the boys, when we go out or something different. I know you let your hair down a little bit more when you're at home. I'm not saying that you can't. I mean, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you should not maybe flay us while you're in the church, but you may at the dinner table. I'm just being real. You're, you're, 
not going to do certain things that you don't. I mean, so there's there's a such thing as letting your hair down when you're at home. And it's not. But but the core of who you are, are you are you a, an absolutely different person? When you're with your, are you dropping F-bombs and making rude jokes? And, but at church, you, you, you wouldn't say poop if your mouth was full of it? God is bringing us back into wholeness. Are you still stunned with the last thing I said? Are we okay? We can move on? Shema, the Shema, is the most important prayer. I have it tattooed on my arm, and I've already lost 20% of the congregation. Praise the Lord. Um, it's the Shema. It's the prayer. It's the most important prayer that a Jewish person can pray. It's Shema Israel Adonai Elohim Adonai. I have it tattooed, Shema Israel, yud heh wah Eleheinu, yud heh wah Echud. But what is it about? It's about being able to hear in the open communication. I want to say that you have accessibility to have open communication and receive all the resources from heaven. And God is wanting to do that because he has one job, and that's to bring us back into one, back into wholeness, back into integrity. From the very beginning, sin separated from us from God, and God has been working on us to bring us back together as a whole family. On a personal note, something that has brought wholeness in my life just in the last month, month or so, is when Pastor Kevin, he didn't really preach on it, but he began to share with me after a service. Pastor Kerry shared with me his definition on humility. And this, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say, Pastor Kevin, the, the revelation of this has changed my life. There are a few things. I remember Dr. Tony Slate teaching me about a love beyond knowledge. That when other people draw a bigger circle around me to exclude me, I draw a bigger circle around them to include them. If you wear a skin suit, you'll never be my enemy. You may think you're my enemy. You may curse me and say all manner of evil against me and despitefully try to use me. But that don't matter to me. I love you. That's a great truth that I received from Dr. Tony Slay. But I want to tell you, Pastor Kevin, I received a lot from you and I thank you for the covering you've been and and, and your unconditional, non-negotiable love and that kingdom value that we, that we share. But this is really, this truth has made me more whole than I've ever have been in certain areas of my life. This one is, 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 this, is a, this is a truth that hits at the core of your being. I know it sounds grandiose, and, and, but I don't mean it to sound grandiose. If it sounds grandiose, I don't really care. Um, I, I just know it's the truth. The burdens that, I, that have been lifted off of my shoulder because of this 
revelation I'm about to share with you has been amazing. So here it is. Humility is not that I am worth nothing. Humility is that I am owed nothing. Am I correct? Is that what you shared with me? Oh, what, what, is the, what is the correct one, the way you say it? Basically, exactly that. Humility is not the belief that I'm owed something. It is the belief. Sorry. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> It is not the belief that, uh, I'm sorry, what did you say again? Okay, now you got me twisted around. You got me twisted around now. Well, I'm glad you taught me so I can keep it going. <laughs> the, so it's basically the belief. Yeah, it's not the belief that I'm worth nothing. It's the belief that I'm owed nothing. Yeah. So... Yes, thank you. Give Pastor Kevin a hand for being, uh, yeah, my. Obviously, we did not practice that. <laughs> like, we never do. <laughs> but that's what makes it raw and beautiful and authentic. Um, so it, it, it's the belief that I'm, I'm not worth nothing. Because the intrinsic value of anything is determined by the price that you're willing to pay for something. Is that a truth statement? It's called a fair market value. And so I know that I am priceless. Say, I'm priceless. Say, no, me, I'm priceless. You know why you're priceless? Is because you, there couldn't have been a more expensive um, price that was paid for your total salvation, deliverance, and healing. So it's not that I don't have a belief system that I'm worth nothing, but my belief system is this, that I'm owed nothing. So this takes, this takes so much pressure. So I, I, let me just delve into that just a little bit more. This is, this is what may, made me that much wholer. I have taken the expectations off of you, 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 and you, and the rest of y'all use, all y'alls. I've taken the expectation off of you because it's my job to sow and it's my job to water, but it's God's job to bring the increase. I have no expectation, even when I sow a seed. I, I, I preached for years that you, you need to expect your harvest. Yes, I expect my, my father to fulfill his word and produce a harvest. But when that comes and how it comes, and if it doesn't come until the last minute, I, it doesn't matter to me because I trust him. Because it is his job to bring the harvest. So in my relationship with pa Pastor Kevin, I sow and I water. And, and if he wants to promote me, and if he wants to bless me, if he wants to keep me, if he wants to say nice things about me, if he, it, it's, it's not up to me. I'm not like writing him letters or leaving emails around or, or hints and notes and stuff to say, you know, you, oh, it would be nice to, you know, get a little something, something for what I gave you. You know, don't you remember why I said those nice things about you the other Sunday? What kind of a messed up staff would we have? <laughs> her spirit got it that's all that matters but take the 
expectation off of people. I don't have an expectation for my children. And I'm just going to be a little, a little vulnerable here. And I, and, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody. Please hear what I'm saying. My children couldn't all celebrate me for Father's Day. They had to work. They had, they had to do other things. They had to study. They had, to, they, they had other things. They, they, they just weren't there. So I think there was, what, three of us? Abby saying, Abby says, I am the golden child. I was there. It was me. It was me, not Barry Boucher. <laughs> she can come back to all my services. <laughs> but in, instead of me saying, I brought you into this world, kind of. I stood there while Tammy gave birth. She was laying down. My feet were sore. Just going to hide over here. (laughs) I even got Sherry. She said, wow. (laughs) But here, I'm I'm kidding. Obviously, you know, I'm kidding. But but I just erased it. No, I did not erase it. I didn't mean to erase it. Uh, I felt wholer. I felt more complete when there was no false expectation for them to be there from me. I was just going to say, what Barry's illustrating really well is that when you don't have that expectation of people anymore, it makes you unoffendable. When you don't have that expectation on people any longer, it makes you unoffendable. And that's what happened. So now what can happen in my life is true, authentic fruit. And that God, see, God is trying to teach you by, hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. He doesn't have a withholding spirit, but sometimes he'll hold back the harvest for your safety and your security and to teach you a lesson. So I'm, I, I'm, I, you know, Cubby had did something else. So he said, Dad, but let's plan on going golfing, and, and I'll pay for our golfing, you know, going out. And it wasn't, and, and so you, at the core of your being, say core of my being, you are releasing who you are. People know if you're fractured, and you're working on a low percentile. People know it. You can't BS a BSer. Oh, I lost another 10% there. I have no idea what the acronym, the, um, no, I have no idea what it, uh, Tammy says, just keep going. You, you cannot snow job the world. You cannot, you cannot fake it till you make it. Do we do that? Yes, we. Sometimes you got to keep a stiff upper lip. Sometimes you you just got to outweigh the and outweigh the storm. And you have you have that until you're getting wholer. But I want to tell you, there is a time when there the inside of you is beginning to match up with what you desire and God's purpose for your life. And all of a sudden, you're sending out a frequency of security. 
when you're whole, you're able to send out a frequency of security. You're not sending out a frequency of insecurity, giving way to a lot of other things of poverty and and, and, and offense. And, and these things are going out from you and you don't even know it because your personality comes from the word uh, sona, which we get sonic waves. And there's actually, your personality is sending out sonic waves of, of who you really are. And you'd wonder why you can't get that promotion. You wonder why this thing, and then you walk into it and people are rejecting you and all, all these different things. It's because the lack of wholeness in your life. It's not your problem. It's the enemy's. He's attacked. He's come against you. He's buffeted you at your most vulnerable place, which will be your greatest place of deliverance for humanity. Say, where I am weak, his grace, which is his enabling power, is perfected. Where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. The enemy's job is to divide his diabolical scheme and plan is to divide and keep you divided so you don't have singularity of thought. Every day I want to encourage you to fill your thoughts with heavenly realities. This only works if you allow the word of God to transform your mind, this only works if you allow the work of the spirit that came into your life and made your spirit whole, spirit one with the spirit of God being one with the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit became one perfect in heaven. And the only way it works is if you allow that spirit to do the same work in your mind as he did with your spirit. And how do you do that? By the word of God. By the washing of the water of the word of God, you're, you're making proper neurological pathways and the synapses and the neurogula are firing at the possibilities of the word of God. Amen. I think I preached beyond this. I, I've been on a on a journey. Say, say, somebody say, I'm on a journey. We're in this process called life. And over the last 16, 17 months that we've been in this shutdown and pandemic, and, and I'm getting, oh, pandemic, sorry. There's not an L in that, sorry about that. Um, I've had an opportunity for God to make me wholer. As we're coming out of this thing, 
And I believe that there are men and women of the ecclesia, of the, the leadership of the kingdom of God that are repenting. This last 16, 17 months with, with me and my wife, Tammy, uh, has just been absolutely wonderful. It took an adjustment of Tammy's lifestyle because I, I would travel so much. And so once she got over that, it's been wonderful. But for me and the Lord, I can honestly stand before you and with integrity say, when I look in the mirror and I'm shaving, I'm seeing the best version of Barry I've ever seen. I'm just, I remember getting off the phone with, with this national, like international who's who in the charismatic zoo, Pentecostal zoo, you know it zoo, really King Poobah of the great order of the buffaloes, everybody. And I get off the phone and I'm like, I'm and on the phone call. I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling not valued. I'm feeling that my voice is not being heard. I'm feeling all these things. And I'm saying, what the is going on? Don't fill in the blank. What's going on? I'm not insecure. I'm not that. I'm set free in every way from anyone's control. Whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. I'm set free for freedom's sake and the spirit of life in Christ Jesus set me free from the law of sin and death. That's not me. They don't line up with my default. But why am I feeling this? Because there was a piece of my core that was saying, you're still that insecure little child that you need to let me deal with. So I phoned up uh, a spiritual father in the land. His name is David Damien. And uh, I, I just said, I said, you got five minutes? He says, well, I'm maybe about an hour. I said, oh, don't worry about it. I, I got, um, I'll be in bed. You're out in BC and I'm in Eastern Ontario. And he says, oh, okay. And he heard my cry. And he, you know, I got in contact with him because we were on a lot of the similar calls. And I said, what do you see in my life? Do, is there something I need to change? Is there something I need to do different? Is there some? And as a good spiritual father, he always, he, he just couched it with, this is who you are. So he didn't address the insecurity. He addressed the answer. And he, he allowed the truth of who I am to displace who I, who I was not, which was trying to gain access to every area of my life and be insecure. So what am I saying? Repentance is beautiful. Repentance is not a four-letter word. It's a pretty sure it's a six-letter word. Six-letter word. It's good. Please take time to ask dad, where are the areas in my life that you can make me better? Be accountable to somebody. Find somebody. Make it your journey to be whole. Not only in your professional life. Like the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow to it. Can you hear me? Am, have I gone too long? Am I okay? I'm getting no answers at all. Thank you. He wants you to be whole because it's in your wholeness that you can have the victorious good life 
and the enemy has nothing. You know, you, it's called pre-acting so you don't react. You pre-act in the presence so you don't react in the trial. Most of the time, um, even, even yesterday when I had to phone up Pastor Kevin and get some prayer about something because I was helping somebody um, that was um, not my favorite person to help that day. And, and, um, but I, I, I actually think I did pretty good in my response. I immediately was forgiving. I was immediately doing what I did. And I immediately ish phoned up pastor Kevin. I said, I think I need some prayer. And then I had Tammy dust me off and, and, um, because I'm not, I want to, I, I, I can't afford to have bitterness, resentment, anger. I can't afford it. My, my family, my calling, my election, my purpose, my dream, the people in my spheres of influence, the people in my metro, they can't afford me to have, though, a, a bad day, week, or month, or year. Because of selfishness of allowing an offense. He's given you a grace to let things go. He's given you a grace to be whole. He's given you a grace in this season of shutdown and quarantine to get alone with God in a secret place, there in his presence, beholding his grace. Feeling such power, healed to run in life's race. How I long to be found in his grace. He will give you the grace you need to get healed in the areas, to get delivered in the areas 